I want to go to my favorite Brian text real quickly who writes in, Fitty's top date restaurant is Sagebrush. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. Oh, Fitty, do you God. have top date night spots? Quincy's. <laughs> Let's see. I'm 27. Western Sizzling. I do want to hear your advice on this. I've I've had a Valentine on Valentine's Day. It's going to be embarrassing. Twice? That's okay. Where'd you go? Can you tell us? Uh, Well, the first was a long disrelationship, so nothing. Went to go see her when she was in school. Don't remember where we went. And then the last one, I don't know why I faded the music out. Um, <laughs> the last one, we got, we got back together like two weeks before Valentine's Day. So getting a, a place was pretty hard. So we just did like a simple like pizza and wine type of date. That sounds and, uh, that sounds okay. Yeah. Three months later, she was gone. So. It'll happen for you again. Maybe not this Valentine's Day. You got to work quickly. You know, we don't. We only have so many hours <laughs> in the day left. But maybe next year it can hey, work out again. The day ain't over, and mm-hmm. you know. JD's always on the grind. That's right. JD <laughs> makes an appearance again in the last hour. What you got, JD? All right, we'll start with some Julius Pepper sound. He had a uh, a Zoom conference today to talk about him getting the uh, the induction into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and he spoke on why he believes Dan Morgan was the perfect choice to be the new GM of the Carolina Panthers. I have great confidence in Dan, as I did when I played. He was similar to Luke in some ways, where you see this nice, clean-cut guy off the field, but then when they get on the field, they turn into a whole new person. This is like a whole new person that you see that's really fierce, that's really passionate about the game. So that's how he that's how he approached it. He was a great leader. He was a great communicator. I think he can handle it. I think he, he, he's been in he's been in that in that world for a while now. I thought it was a great choice by Dave to to bring Dan and Dan. Dan, he knows the locker room. He knows the guys and um, he's a Panther. So. I think he's going to take great pride in, in doing his job and doing it well. Wes, you led the charge when we were going through the GM search, saying that the Panthers needed to go outside the building to find their new GM and not hire Scott Fitterer's right-hand man. But that's not what the Panthers did. They promote Dan Morgan from within. But a lot of people have had positive reviews about him being the new GM. Has your opinion on the in-house move changed or are you still in wait and see mode with Dan Morgan? Uh, you know, I'm going to be wait and see no matter who it is. But, you know, with Dan Morgan, like I said, I love him as a player. And so here, you know, I'm certainly going to give him a chance. And so you love the co-sign there by Julius Peppers. The only thing I said was just a close proximity to Scott Fitterer. That's my only thing. It's not really an indictment on him doing the job or saying that he can't do the job. It's just my main thing with that. It's just, I just feel like it's a little bit too close to home from the previous regime. But outside of that, man, I am excited to see what he's going to be able to do and if he can apply and be just as good of a general manager as he was a player. The thing I go back to is the fact that he did put the time in. It's not just because he's a Panther legend as to why he gets this job. This is somebody that did work with a great organization in Seattle, goes to Buffalo, has success there. 
learns under some of the smarter minds that built good teams, at least within the last five years, 10 years, I guess, in Seattle's case. And then he comes back home to Carolina to learn the lay of the land from a very different perspective, being in the front office rather than being a player. And I like that. No, I don't like him being a part of what had built some terrible football teams here in Charlotte the last few seasons. But also Dan Morgan is his own man. And I hope that he can start to bring some of his new ideas that get this organization back on track. I wanted to go back to Julius Peppers talking about Dan Morgan's personality, how clean cut he is off of the field, but he turns into a monster on the field. Do you have to marry both of those personalities as the general manager? Are we going to get Terry Tate office linebacker when negotiating Ah. trades, or are we going to get this nice guy that's trying to get the deal done still? I would like to have Terry Tate just destroying people if they're not keeping their head on a swivel in that hallway of Bank of America. That would be a lot of fun. Go ahead, Fiddy. What else you got? One more piece of audio from from Julius Peppers, because as we well know, not only was he a dominant college football player, he was an adequate basketball player and could have played in the NBA had he chosen to go pro in the sport of basketball. Not have the same career he had in football, but Matt Doherty told me he could have played in the NBA. I'm going to take Matt Doherty's word for it. But uh, he spoke about why you no longer see dual athletes in today's sports. The reason I think you don't see it as much is because everybody is selfish with the time, right? Even even when I was playing, my coach, Coach Bunting, the football coach at the time, he wanted me to come back to spring practice, spring football, and stuff like that. So nowadays, it's like like it's year-round. Sports is year-round, especially football. So I, I think you don't see it as much for, for, that, for that reason. It's that simple. Nobody, everybody's selfish with the time. Nobody wants to give it up. Wes... Did you play sports outside of football when you were in high school, or were you just football only? No, I did. My freshman year, I did uh, basketball, and I did track, too. Are you, and maybe this is too personal, are you going to raise your kid to be just focused on one sport? Because, you know, a lot of parents with AAU and stuff, they don't have time for their kids to play other sports. I was always encouraged to run track, play soccer, whatever. Do you think that's something that needs to return for these athletes to maybe make them better at their specialized sport, if you will? Uh, No, I want my son to play multiple sports. I don't want him to specialize already. I'm not the dad that's sitting there, oh, you're going to the NBA at 12 years old. No, it's like, okay, the goal is to get you to college. And then from there, we'll see what happens with life. But as far as uh, the rest of that goes, I think other sports translate into other sports. Uh, You know, but I definitely don't want to specialize my kid uh, already. I want him to play multiple sports. What'd you do in track? Uh, shot and distance. Yeah, I thought you were a But thrower. they made me do uh, sprinters workouts because they knew I was going to college as well. They knew I would probably be that type of athlete, and so they made me uh, do sprinter workouts too, to which, uh, yeah, that, that was not a lot of fun. Oh, see, man, okay, it goes exactly against what I was about to bring up, and I don't want to derail <laughs> the conversation, but at least track at Bunker Hill, we won a conference championship, by the way, not because of me. We had great athletes that were Same very here. good sprinters. Yeah, What'd you do? I ran distance. I high jumped one year. <laughs> I high jumped once, got points oh, for us because all okay. you had to do was finish in the top eight to get points. And I got points, damn it. I wasn't very good. What was your best? 5 4. It. Not very <laughs> good. That's it. No, you start at five, by the way, just so everybody understands. But clearing that bar three times, the best I could ever do. I threw discus, I did not throw shot put. But I threw discus, and you're looking at the eighth best discus thrower in Bunker Hill history okay. to this very day All right. in conference play. Did you get over 100? 
Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I I got, but I didn't go. I think the best in practice was like 125. The best in conference competition was like 112. That's still pretty when good. Something though. like that. What was your best? Uh, as far as I can remember, I don't remember reaching 100 like that. I might have barely gotten over 100. I mean, my technique wasn't, you know, I didn't rep it enough to do it. But, um, yeah, I would say maybe just over 100, but just straight off recollection, the top of my head, I'd say like 96. It felt like track, though, at least when I was on the track team. It was the most lax sport where, yeah, people put their work in with their sport, but you could show up maybe a little bit late for some yeah. of this stuff. Like, it wasn't basketball. You can't be late for a basketball practice, right? Yeah, like, yeah. you can't do that for any other team sport. For track, it's too big of an area to make sure everybody is keeping an eye on everything. Like, it was very lax and... Hey, man, players, coaches in high school, we won the conference championship, so we were all good. Yeah, we had one of the best uh, track teams around. We competed in state year in, year out. Our four-by-one and four-by-two teams were nasty. Crazy. Advanced. Yeah, crazy good. And by the way, we had somebody miss their first jump in an important meet because he had to get a haircut. <laughs> and one of my best friends one of my best friends said i was like what are you doing what are you doing because he was a great he actually went to school yeah. to go triple jump and long jump and he missed the first jump because he's too busy getting lined up man he still got that a scholarship uh yes yes he did uh see i would have i would have pulled the scholarship yeah but he he got some points for us <laughs> <laughs> we got to get this championship man that's what matters just to go back to your original point though yeah no specializing if you're a kid like i think what now is awesome is that i think parents used to make sure that their kids specialized in one sport and i don't think that's the case anymore I think that's been debunked enough to where you see so many athletes playing different sports all year round to where then once you get to the college level and then the professional level, clearly you're focusing more on sports there. But even in college, not to say, because it was still rare to see professional dual sport athletes. Like that was really rare. Yeah. But in college, North Carolina was one of the schools that featured that as much as anybody. And now you don't really see that yeah. as much to Julius Peppers. Well, point. not to mention, too, and the last thing I say about it, it's hard as hell to yeah. you get <laughs> yes. there, you play one sport alone. That is enough. That is going to take up most of your schedule. You're always going to be tired. I don't know how Rusty LaRue did three sports at Wake Forest. I don't know how Ronald Curry did two. Pep and all those guys. It's hard enough to contribute in both. a college sport. But to play multiple with the time demands and you got to get schoolwork done, it's crazy. So that's another reason, too. It's very hard. You know, I've never put enough thought into how hard it must have been, one, for Julius Peppers to be one of the best football players we've ever seen, but also be a very big contributor to a good North Carolina basketball team. But how about Ronald Curry? Reaching the NFL, becoming a serviceable enough wide receiver, but also playing quarterback for a football team and running point for a North Carolina offense. Crazy. Oh, and we can't forget Charlie Ward, who could be probably the Absolutely. GOAT college athlete. I mean, great you know point what? guard. He's still the FSU all-time leader in steals, yep. average 12-13 a game. Oh, yeah, won a Heisman Trophy, national championship, and all that in football. Crazy. You're right. It's, it's tough to compete with the guy that wins the Heisman, but then says, no, thank you. I'm going to go play for the Knicks for a decade. And started a finals game. Crazy. Right. Crazy. That was JD's dream, man. <laughs> Let's move on.